The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi guys, welcome back to Two Teas in a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp. Tamara Judge. Today we have one of my most favorite people on. Carlos King. King. He's amazing. Have you actually talked to him before? No, this will be my first time. Your I'm first so time. excited. Your podcast with him was incredible. He has been a producer on so many amazing shows from Real Housewives to Atlanta to Jersey. Yep. To He's got his own new show now. Don't be tardy. I mean, well, we got to ask him if he will have us both on his new talk show. Oh, we should. Yeah, I think sure. that'll be fun. Well, hello there. Hi. Well, hello, handsome. Hi. Hi, beauty. Carlos and I have become very close. We text often. 
right? Way to brag. We're like BFFs. We're Um, best friends. So it's going to be two T's and one C-U-N-T in a pod. (laughs) But C samples Carlos. Speaking of the twats and the C-U-N-T's, we have to address something. I listened to your interview with Dave Quinn, and I feel like you were trying to come at me a little bit. I felt a little bit. You? Yes. What what, what did I say? Well, because Dave Quinn was saying, matter of factly, Teddy has her accountability business. And then you were like, don't you come with Drew and the accountability. And I think Dave Quinn was actually complimenting me. Like he was. Like she did it first. Carlos, you coming after my girl? And you were no. like, oh. and I was like, oh hell, I'm gonna give it to him. Again. You don't want you don't want two no. T's coming after you. Ask Heather to bro. I don't need the only oh <laughs> fancy pants. No. Teddy, Teddy, Dave and I are like this close. I don't know when he's being funny, shady, or real. So I thought he was gonna throw shade and I was I was blocking him from trying to do it. So there I apologize go. if you took it that way. Oh, Teddy, I'm a, I'm, I'm a teddy camper. Like, please, I'm, I'm a teddy bear. I'm a sensitive cancer. I was like, he's coming on? I liked him, but now I see he was trying to make fun of my no, bitch. No, I would never do that to you. If somebody, comes, teddy bear. if somebody comes for Teddy, they're dead. They're dead to her. You come for her no. once, you're dead. Ask Tamara. <laughs> I love your podcast. And I even, I even tell Tamara, I said, it was such a weird surprise that you two were doing it. And then the other surprise was how good it is. Like, because I, I didn't know. The thing is, I didn't know you two had this chemistry. Well, we do. So many people say you should be doing this with Vicky. People tell me that all the time. Love Vicky. But I feel like two housewives from different, um, you know, franchises kind of work better. Everybody knows me and Vicky together. I'd love to do something else with Vicky. Yeah, but what are your like, thoughts? This is the perfect fit. What do you think Listen, I, I love Vicky too. It was smart for you to branch off because you never want to be tied down to one person, right? Like, yes. for example, people think it's the Kyle and Teddy show. People think it's the Vicky and Tamara show. Right. And although, although initially you think like, oh, why didn't Vicky and Tamara do this? When I heard um, your conversation with Vicky, <laughs> Tamara, and how she was disgusted that you did it with Teddy. Yeah. It made sense because I, I love Vicky, but I think Vicky would have made it the Vicky show. Yes. All right. Well, do you guys want to have a little laugh here? Because so I'm friends with Amy Phillips, you know, who her podcast, whatever. So she sent me, well, I had somebody send me this meme and then she voice overed it. So I'm going to try to play it for you guys. Hopefully, hopefully y'all can hear it and see it. So that's Vicky right there. All of a sudden, you wake up all morning and go, oh, <laughs> BFF, <Teddy> and I! <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. She just took out Gretchen's name and put mine. I was like, you know, we should put it in. <laughs> I love Amy. She's so genius, that one. She's so good. She um, is. So, we have, you know, we have to start grilling you, ask all the things. Um, you're a master when it comes to reading people and knowing what makes great television. Tell us where that instinct com- comes from. It comes from me being this nosy gay boy up under my mother watching endless hours of soap operas and the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was my homework assignment. And then I majored in journalism and media communications in college. Again, 
if I'm going to be nosy, I need to get paid for my services. So that's what propelled me to really be somebody who just loves information. And then after interning at The View, let me tell you something. You housewives have nothing on The View co-host. Because the stuff that happens on The View, the behind the scenes is the real show. You know the first person that ever came at me when I was a housewife? Like, people liked me my first season, shockingly enough, except for Megan McCain. She was like, out for blood. Yeah, she's very opinionated. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's funny. It's funny. She and I are are, are friends. And, uh, but to Megan's credit, she... I think she apologized, Teddy, and even said, like, you know, you should. Here's the thing. I take myself a lot less seriously than I did when I first started the show. So I'm able to realize that I can watch. Now that I'm not on the show, I can watch the show and like somebody one week and not like them the next. And no, that's okay. Like it is going to. Yeah. and And I think, listen, I think your first season, I always tell people this first season housewives. It's sort of like foreplay, right? <laughs> You're trying to like get your groove going, understand your yeah. G spot. Yeah, it's no, it's, but the problem is it's like sober foreplay. Like you're not full <laughs> throttle. You're just like, should I? Should I just the tip? The whole well, thing. Well, honey, when you're Tamra, you come in, honey, with the orange. I, I, I was going to disagree with you there. When I came in, I, I know. came hot as hell. And the drunker I was, the, yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think, let me tell you, Teddy, this, you're talking to a producer who did not work with you. So I'm going to tell you as somebody who worked on Jersey and Atlanta, two very different shows, but, but very successful um, shows as well. The organic friendship you have with Kyle, to me, was very, very good because we love to see real friendships. I think the disconnect came because you appeared to second guess everything that was happening around you. My favorite moment from you, Teddy, is when you checked Erica Jane, but the moment she checked you back, you shut down. And then my other favorite moment of yours is when you told Denise Richards, like, I'm over it. And I listened to your podcast, so I knew that the producer was like, somebody revealed this bomb. But you did it. I would say this, if given another opportunity to do that show or any other reality show, Trust your instinct. I thought you were great on Big Brother. Thank you. You know, so so I know you have it in you. Well, I can, I, I feel like this is therapy now and I can tell you why. Um, I have always been one of those people that um, I am fine to go on a debate and talk, but if somebody uses a certain tone of voice with me, it might be something from my childhood, like some sort of trauma or shit like that. I, I shut down. I don't know how to handle it. Oh, uh, okay. And so there's a certain that where like I've now housewives have taught me how to like be able to speak up for myself and continue on because now I mean hell I'll be at Gelson's and someone is rude for rude to me and I'm like let's go you know <laughs> but I didn't have that in me I you know I had that like timidness that I've now matured into but also you're right I was second guessing myself and I finally it's taken me you know a long time to realize not everyone's gonna like you. And that's okay. It's okay. I tell people all the time, and me and Tamara have this conversation as well, personally and professionally. Twitter is not the real world. It's Mm -hmm. all about algorithms. You follow based on your likes and, and people who have the same opinion as you. So if you're flooded 
for example, if I'm a viewer and I love Kyle, which I said this to Tamara, Kyle is my favorite housewife um, because to me, she plays the game well and she's genuine. If I'm a Kyle fan, I'm going to like everything that's a compliment of Kyle. So I'm going to believe that the people around my Twitter feed, we love Kyle until you step on the real world. And I did a podcast interview last week and the gay said, we hate Kyle. We, we're, we're, we're LVP stands. And I said, oh, no, honey. So yeah. anyways, I say that to say. Oh, so you were like, oh, so you have a dog as a profile picture and no followers? and <laughs> That's the Teddy I want to see back on television. She's got it in her. She does. But she overthinks herself. Like, she gets in her Yes. Head. Get out. Get out here, girl. Let's remember, I was pregnant my third season. And I still was able to throw the final punch. So let's. You were. I felt like you were your best your last season. And then you still got the I whole too. I was. I was shocked. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a producer. I was shocked you were let go because, A, you were the driving force behind the revelation that Denise Richards, in my opinion, I believe she did sleep with Brandy. Allegedly, she said she didn't. That's fine. I believe what I want to believe. But secondly, um, there was a scandal going on with you and your business. And as a viewer, I was like, I really want to see how Teddy handles the scandal. And I so wanted I, to I felt, I felt robbed. I felt robbed yeah. as a viewer that we weren't able to see that scandal because no disrespect to anybody, but I was, I'm, I'm into the Erica Jane scandal. I'm into what's happening with Doree. I'm into what's happening. You know, I wanted to see how you were going to explain your business. And I so wish I, you shown that I felt cheated. I, that it, it's important for all of us, like for us housewives that actually do have businesses. There are going to be highs. There are going to be lows. Like there were days like I was sobbing. Like I was like my life. I don't know how I'm going to continue on because the stranger is attacking my business and people are believing her. And then there was I was hiring, you know, going out and hiring crisis managers. And like there was so much going on that if I would have been able to talk about it would have been so much more freeing instead of having to clam up in the world of social media, pretend that it didn't exist. And not be able, like, as somebody watching the show, I would have wanted to know how to handle it because yeah. there's going to be situations that come up in business where people have to get through shit. And you definitely deserved another. That's season. what I want to see yeah. on Housewives. Like, I yeah. love it when you see an authentic drama, whether it's marriage or business. Or I don't want to see anybody else get divorced. I'm so sick of seeing that. I know. No, so I'm, I'm over married. it. I'm over it. Remodel. I don't give a fuck about your remodel. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Care. And I don't care about a divorce, a demolition. No, and I don't care about a renewing of the vows. Like I don't want to see anybody renew the vows. Married on TV, Tam. I didn't renew my vows on TV. I got married on TV, and I'm still married. And she had a wedding special, honey. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should look for a third husband so I can get on TV again. No. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. 
Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age. But it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell Amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
Okay, who's your favorite housewife you've ever worked with? Uh, gonna give me in trouble. Um, I would <laughs> say it's a three-way tie. Okay. Is that okay, Tony? No, you want one well, person. Let me hear who it is, and then I'm gonna decipher. If it's okay. <laughs> Nini King of Sheree. Okay, Nini so when you say that, what are your honest thoughts on Kenya? Do you think that she seems different at all this season? Okay. I think Kenya, based on what I'm seeing so far, I've only seen two episodes of the Atlanta Housewives. That was it, right? Based on what I've seen, I think Kenya misses the old, um, the old guard. I think she isn't interested in what this newfound Housewives franchise is becoming. I think Kenya, I, I will go on record saying this about Kenya, working with her for many seasons, she is determined to make a good show. Yeah. She's determined to be real. She's determined to be honest. And I think Kenya looks at what's happening around her and everything feels staged and set up and people are looking for a moment. You two know this. There's nothing worse than a housewife who's purposefully looking for a moment because it takes away from the genuine mm -hmm. nature of this social experiment in terms of how can these women navigate through these troubled waters and friendships by being authentic to each other? And I think the authenticity is missing from that show. Now, do you like the current cast or do you think they could do better? No, no, I, I, I don't. I don't like the current setup. No, I no. think some people should go and some people should come back. So who do you think should go and who do you think should come back? <laughs> or just say, who do you, just say, who do you think should come back? No, I want to know who you because I'm not going to know. He said no. He said no. Listen, I'll say this much. I, okay, I'll say this. Atlanta Housewives is at its best with the original women and not the original season one. You want to see Nene. You want to see um, Portia. You want to see Phaedra. As somebody who was involved in that show for I did eight seasons. I did seasons one through four and then six through nine. The beauty of that show, guys, was these women were really friends. And yes. even if they did not get along every day, they had, and you two can speak to this, there was this unspoken camaraderie and, and respect. Mm -hmm. Kenya and Phaedra would have, they don't want to be friends in terms of like besties, but they respected that you're great at your job. I'm great at mine. When we come together, it's so interesting and, and odd. Let's have fun with it. Let's enjoy each other. And what I'm seeing now with the new crop of women, it takes a long time to have an organic friendship. And the reason why I think OC is, did not have a great season is because, and I said this to Tamara, there's no way in hell Heather is hanging mm -hmm. out with Gina. No. Or Emily, or any of those women, and 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 this is when you know some shit is fake. Anytime a housewife has a party, and she says, "I'm inviting my friends and her friends, or all of these people that aren't cast members," she's not <laughs> friends with the cast. And and when when it came to the old OC, you had Vicky, you had Tamara, even Tamara and Gretchen hated each other's guts, but they both respected each other. Like, bitch, you're good. Yeah. And, and 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 let's co let's coexist, you know. Even Beverly Hills. Yeah, 
that's that's been my biggest issue with watching OC this past season as well. And watching Atlanta, I feel like these because you know what what we're supposed to be. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Atlanta? Well, I'm feeling like it's a little bit like OC currently. I mean, I mean, I personally hadn't watched it since back in the Phaedra days which I loved it back then. And then the cast started changing. Then I stopped watching. And um, now I've gotten to know Phaedra after doing the girls trip. And I love her so much. Mm -hmm. She's such big energy. I wish she was back on the show. Um, I I don't think it's horrible. I mean, I'm, I now I'm starting to get to know these girls. I love Sheree. Yes. Love her. Um, I don't know. I think, I I think their ratings are going to go up as they continue Uh, to to go. I'm over the Drew and the wreck it with Ralph. The whole situation. I mean, it looks so, it, to me, I don't know if it is, but it looks staged. It Every looks- single scene, they had to talk about his assistant and the massage and all that stuff. And I'm like, why do we're beating a dead horse right here? What are we doing? Right? I'm talking to two housewives. And what's funny is a lot of people don't respect the housewife's opinion because they feel like, whatever, you don't know. If, you're a, if I'm agreeing as an established producer who's produced reality since 2008 what you two just said is how i feel 100 percent when i watch drew and ralph scenes i think they both are um 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 prepping each other before they shoot i think they're saying i'm going to mm-hmm. do this you're going to do that the way they had that dinner scene and i see a smirk in ralph when he's talking to her yeah. when drew when drew got up and gave a lifetime movie of the oh, week performance the yes and stood and stood and, and and looked camera right and her dancing and, with the stars outfit yes it was <laughs> and her four her four assistants is oh, and that's God. the problem if i was a producer on that show i would have said i'm not filming with you for a week because when i was producing the show if i felt you were phoning it in or you weren't being real, I would take you off the schedule for a week and say, come back to me when you're ready to be honest. But know who I do think is doing a good job? The new housewife. Like that scene between her mom and her sister where they get in an argument over the food. That's like a true, actual, like, they, they got pissed. Like to me, I watched that and I was like, that actually does happen. You'll label your stuff, you want it. Like you can start to see that. I feel like she's going to be authentic. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I think she's the new candy. I think she's somebody that has a, a, a wealth of family drama that's around the corner. Um, and I think she's somebody, obviously, who's accomplished. So there's a lot to go there. Uh, but listen, like I said, I, I will admit, I miss the old days uh, when... This is the problem. It takes a long time to establish friendships with housewives mid-season. Yes. So one thing that Beverly Hills did so well is, you know, they kept, although they had this rotation device with the, with the housewives, at least it came from organic places. For example, when Garcelle came on, 20-year friendship with Lisa Renna, 20-year friendship with Denise Richards. So it wasn't like she was plopped up and said, join this cast. She was friends with them. You and Kyle having a real friendship I enjoyed the podcast episode when it was you, Erica, Lisa, Ren, and Kyle. You can't fake that. And the biggest misconception about um, Housewives is people love to see the fun and the organic friendships more than the drama. They like the drama, 
But if, if we can see more comedic moments, like the Tres Amigas, like yeah. those, those are the memorable stuff that people love to see. And I think Beverly Hills, in my opinion, they have never, well, let me not say that, because when they hired the, the witch and Joyce, they did miss the mark. <laughs> But, but they but, haven't made many mistakes on that show. They haven't made casting. many mistakes. No, no now they, Orange they, County is a totally different thing. There's been yeah. so many mistakes with casting. And I had talked to the producer one time and he told me, he said, listen, if I have to cast Beverly Hills, it's easy. There's a bazillion very wealthy girls that want to be on TV. Lots of actresses. You come to Orange County. There's a lot of wealthy people, but they're very private and they don't do not want to show yeah. their wealth or come on to reality shows. So he admitted it's very tough to cast. Well, no, but you said something very, very important there. Yes, Beverly Hills is filled with actresses that want to come on, but actually rich people that aren't actresses, it's hard to is cast that somebody. So that's yeah. why I think Diana, which will be the new cast member this season, is going to be excellent television. She's not somebody who is an actress because regardless if you're an actress, you still have a different, like Denise would come on set, on set. She would come to film and be like, <laughs> where's craft services? And we're like, there's any craft services here? That's funny. Like, craft yeah. services, when's our break? We don't break. We break when someone breaks down. Yeah, you, I, think it's, I think it's a wrong, I think it's a total wrong move to get an actress that's actually still acting. If yeah. you like in Beverly Hills, they found somebody that was, you know, an actress, a child actress or something like that, or hasn't acted in 20 years, then OK. But I think actresses have a hard time, you know, switching between reality and acting. Yes, and I, when I work, when I work with Kim Fields on Atlanta, um, I forgot she was on. Oh, my gosh. I know. Listen, I think Kim Fields forgot, too, girl. So, no, when Kim Fields was on the show. I, I remember this moment when she and Kenya had this, this very intense argument and Kim feels fired off of set, the, the restaurant. Yeah. And I'm like, who do you want to talk to about this? She said, I would love to call Andy Cohen on camera. I said, Kim Fields, Andy Cohen does not exist in this bubble right. that we call Atlanta Housewives. But wait, that's my real life. I haven't really caught him. I said, you know how many housewives would love to call Kim? I mean, Andy Cohen? No. Talk to your husband, at least. It was hard for her to understand that reality is this and acting is that. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of her is she was like, she quit. She said, this isn't me. And I appreciated that because she realized this is a whole different world of television that I'm not familiar with. But then look at Lisa Renna. She was actress. Is an she actress. was born to she's be a reality star. Born. But she's not just an actress. She is like a perform everything. She's a performer. Right. And she is entertaining. And she's just, and I, I will say, she's more likable and more entertaining even off camera. Like her at my birthday, it, it's just like my friends that didn't, you know, weren't part of the show we're like crying laughing at Renna. like they're like she has big energy and that's what it takes energy she has big balls like she's she's all the i best. love her she was the she was she was one of the greatest casting choices her i think garcelle is is a great addition um i i, I do think garcelle is finding her way on that show now without denise and 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 her fractured friendship with lisa i her friendship with sutton to me is is odd my dream uh, and let me ask you about this my dream for garcelle is that she will start saying 
the things that she says in her confessionals to the people's faces. Agreed. I agree. Because I, agree. I think she's kind of one foot in, one foot out. Like, yeah, she'll touch it. She's a little passive aggressive with the person to their face. Well, they're just not ballsy enough to say it and, to their face. And then and she just freaking bams and no. the balls. So I'm going to say something to you guys. The black community, we were not happy when um, Lisa Renna yelled at her or Dorit, somebody yelled at her. I think it was Lisa Renna. And Garcelle just stood there. We're like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, girl, if you stand don't up for us, yourself, stand up for yourself. Like, Garcelle, we're rooting for you. We're happy you're the first black housewife in Beverly Hills. You have to stand up for yourself. You have but, to defend yourself. But don't you think that that's a lot of pressure for her? I think okay. it would be a lot of pressure. Like, how am I supposed to act? I don't want to come across a certain way. I, I feel like I would be in my head so much. I'm going to say this to you. Then, then don't do reality. Look at Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore came in strong. I mean, we're talking about a woman who was, you know, Miss USA and, and did a lot of acting too, but you can't make the choice to yeah. be on reality TV and question how to be authentic. Like, Kenya did not wear the weight of the pageant community on her shoulders. Um, I had a conversation with MDK Williams about representation on New York City. And so much so, she changed my mind about who she was on that show. We love Garcelle. We're rooting for Garcelle. We do believe that Garcelle needs to speak up more and stand up for herself and stop hiding behind the confessionals for your shade. Yeah, because I think, yeah, they're hilarious. They're good. They resonate well with people. But like, I need you in the mix. Yeah. And I want to feel authentic friendships with her and the other girls. And I'm trying to go in. People are like, you know, Teddy, you're part of the Fox Force 5. So you're, you know, you're not going to understand. I want to be able to see the whole thing, but I need to see real friendships. And I saw how awkward the friendship was between Garcelle and Sutton firsthand. So the fact so, that- So I'm telling the truth then. Yeah, I mean, and it was so brutal. Like, I was like, these two people would never be friends. I don't buy it. I don't, so, I think they're friends. I'm going to get a lot of trouble for saying this, but whatever. I believe Garcelle and Sutton are friends because they care about what Twitter is saying. That's what I'm saying. I think they're friends out of convenience and because they know who's being hated on the most. And that's what I, that's where I'm having issues. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. 
Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age. But it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, so we are back. Um, one other question I had before we get into recapping uh, Atlanta is I can say for myself, I know that Tam's the same. I thought that my producer, who actually is no longer a producer on Beverly Hills anymore, was honestly one of my best friends. Like, I still do. We still text all the time. Like, I told him my de- deepest, darkest secrets. Like, he was my- Bad move. <laughs> Um, that's a bad move. Do that. How do you create that trust when we know ultimately it's going to hurt us? 
Because you know these producers no. go through psychological. They they train them to just tell me anything. Tell me everything. No. So listen, I'm gonna tell you my 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 systems and my device. So for me, I always tell my cast. I can't get away lying to you. So if I'm going to lie to you, it's going to come out and then I lost her trust. And it's yeah. not worth it for me. Heard that. But the biggest, the biggest mistake producers make are two things. A, they really become friends with you and they care about their friendship more than a job. That's A. And B, they don't understand how to be honest with the reality star. Like, just be honest. What people don't know, guys, and, and tell me if I'm lying, you love you would love me more if I kept it real with you. If I said to you, Tamara, look, this is boring. Can we talk about this conversation? Like, can yep. we just please have it? Carlos, no, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look crazy. Would you rather look crazy doing the scene? Or would you rather look crazier in the unemployment line? Right. You gotta would, let me know what choice yeah, you're gonna yeah. make here. See, I would rather have a producer that was straightforward with me, didn't lie That's to me. me. We've had producers, executive producers, that would blatantly lie to your face. And you're I like, never, we what? Did. I didn't have that. Like we, he was always straightforward with like me. Like he would say, "Listen, I'm gonna tell you that it's not gonna look good later." Because I know you're thinking something else. You've got to do this. You know, you've got to speak up or whatever it was. Or if I was like, I don't want to invite this person. He's like, that's not the reality of the show. You know, there were, there were real. Yes. Like, you need that. I had that. I'm still friends with Nene Lee's. I spoke to Nene yesterday. I'm, I'm very close to Kenya, Sheree, uh, Portia. Me and Portia were texting today. They all said to me, we love you because you're honest and because your intention is you want us to win. Because at the end of the day, what people don't understand, the reality stars makes more money than the producers. So one thing I always tell my, my cast is, I want you to win. I want you to make all the money you can make. I'm here to make you great. It's sort of like mm -hmm. you guys are musical artists and I'm the producer. I'm producing tracks to make you great. Pop star. I'm producing scenes with you to make you great. So I, I never lied to my cast. And that's the reason why, what, it's 2020, 14 years later, I'm still close to the biggest reality star of Housewives to me, which is Mini Leaks. Now, why did you choose to walk away from Housewives? So the thing for me was I wanted to make sure that I had time to focus on the company because I was at a place in my career where I wanted to create shows versus being a hired producer. So I, and, and I was living in Atlanta at the time. That's how dedicated I was to that show. I left New York City, moved to Atlanta because I felt in order for me to be the best producer possible, I need to understand the city and the people in the city. So I lived in Atlanta for, for those years. And then season nine, I remember looking at the women and they were so comfortable and complacent. And I was so disturbed by how comfortable they were. And I had a sit down conversation with the cast and I said, I'm always gonna get a job. I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. It's hard for an ex reality star to get a second chance, it's difficult. So the only thing I'm asking for you guys is to be real. Let's make a great show. 
And that season was a frustrated season because I knew then I said, I can't do the show anymore because I'm losing focus on my company. I left Atlanta, moved to LA and I just felt that the girls were comfortable. So then when people started complaining after I left, this show sucks. What happened? What happened? <laughs> I saw I saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's recap Atlanta. We gotta recap. I'd love to hear your opinions on some of these things that are going down in Atlanta. <laughs> For sure. So we have this part. Show's best moments. Sheree finds out an assistant she uses occasionally is one of Drew's assistants. He tells Drew that Sheree owes him money and he shares Sheree's personal business with Drew. One thing about, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just said to you guys, I live in Atlanta. One thing about assistants or glam squad, not all, some of them, they're so desperate to get on television. I was going to say, they should not be filming. I, if I was producing that season, look me in my eye, you would have never seen that person with a ever on my show. I thought the same thing. I'm like, why do we care? And why is it, this, it, this, but to me, desperate. it just made it. Yeah. It made me sound like, Oh, this guy just wants to get on TV. That's it. Yeah. That's and it. And, staged. And, yeah. And it was an excuse to set up Drew and Sheree having an argument and, and, and it just, it's, it's so fake to me. Cause it, it, to me, it was like, say this to the cameras so that I can go back and tell so-and-so so that I can fight with Sheree so that I can be relevant on the show. Yes. I, I can't stand that and I can see right through the BS. Yeah, I agree 100%. Oh, uh, I love the relationship Marlo has with her nephews and yes. what a big heart for her to bring, you know, her sisters, right? It's their sister's children, yep. raise them. Um, I love seeing that dynamic with her and those kids. They're, they're adorable. Did no, I, that was my, that's my favorite part of that particular episode. I love seeing Marla be vulnerable. Um, that's the Marla that I know personally. She's a, she's a sweetheart and she does give back. So you I agree tell. with you. How, yeah. And what are your thoughts on her finally getting her peach? It's well-deserved. I met Marlo season four and she checked all the boxes of an Atlanta housewife. Beautiful had a lot of money, yes, from a rich old white man, but she had the money. She had fashion. <laughs> oh, we found out who he was, by the way. It took us a little bit. He, His name, oh, shoot, I sent it on the group text. His, he was like the main guy who was the president of CNN. No, so it was rumored for a long time it was Ted Turner. Yeah, Turner, yes. But that, that, turned out to be, that turned out to be false. Oh, yes. false. That was the rumor for so long. So no, but I'm happy she has the peach. My... It was Big Papa. <laughs> no, it's the white guy. <laughs> he just made his rounds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I love it. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, what? okay, what are your thoughts with, with what's going on with Candy and her husband this season? Look, I think we saw that storyline play over many times. You know, the hardworking wife and the husband who wants her to stay home and, you know, oh, I want an indoor pool. Oh, we have boxes in the indoor pool. You know, we, we've seen that time and time again. I want to see something different and fresh from them. Yeah. Um, she's been on the show for 12 years, and I think it's time we got to freshen up that storyline. Yeah. Well, we, I've been pretty mellow. 
when she was on our podcast, she was lovely, so nice. But Very definitely sweet. was like you are talking to a well-oiled like machine. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't she getting was, any crumbs. You weren't like there was not a lot of expression. Did, yeah. Did you like the interview you had? Yeah. I mean, okay. it was, I thought it was fine. Like I, I liked her. I would want to hang out with her again. Yeah. I just felt like it was so polished that yeah. like here, I feel like there are parts where we can all laugh and it's light. Like it felt yeah. like we're having to like suck the information out of her. No, I think that she just didn't feel comfortable. Maybe because she doesn't know us. Maybe. So she didn't like some people uh, like I you can, you know, I can talk to Carlos for the first time and be like, Oh my God. Like joking. Uh, no, we were like, drinks, oh, that's how we are. But yeah. I, maybe she's not, obviously she's not like that. No, she isn't. She isn't. I worked with her since the day she hopped on, on set. She, it takes a while for her to warm up to you. Yeah. It takes, and that's it, what, it takes that's a, how I took it. takes it. a long time. Whereas, you know, when you watched like Cynthia on girls trip, you saw a certain side of her and then she was on our podcast. Granted, I got to know her on big brother, but she was an open book and like funny. And mm -hmm. I saw a totally different side of her than I ever saw on TV. Yes. Yes. No, Cynthia. And that's another person who is underestimated because I felt cheated not seeing Kenya and Cynthia address their friendship based on what happened on Girls Trip. Right. Like, I I believe they let go of these people way too soon because- Why are they you know, doing this? Can you You know, tell listen, me? listen, I, I can tell you what I think. I haven't okay. worked on those shows in five years. I think a lot of times, unfortunately, people look at tweets and believe that's what the audience wants. And as a producer, I have a very successful show on the Oprah Winfrey Network called the Love and Marriage Franchise. And I think Monique's gonna come to your podcast too. Yes. Monique Samuel yeah. from Potomac. I yeah. love her. Yes. yes, yes, you're gonna love her on this new show, Love and Marriage DC. But anyways, I have a big show um, on the Oprah Winfrey Network. It's the number one show and people tweet, it trends every week. People talk so much trash about my cast members. And they tell me, fire this person, fire that person. I always say, if you are begging for me to fire somebody, they must be doing something, something right. right. Yep. Because I don't want so many people on my show that you love everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I think what's happening lately, I think a lot of people are making decisions based on Twitter. And that's, that's not a horrible way to make a decision. World. And also, think I about it. Think about housewives it. to like everybody. I don't think want about to it. like everybody. Now, let's have a conversation, girls. Think about it. Think about who's currently on. Oh, each, show, each show. Each show. OC and Beverly Hills. And the ones they sort of let go, you're sort of like, but why? Like, what was the thought process in it? <laughs> people, like, were, keep, people were asking for me to be fired. People were asking for Teddy to be fired. Yeah. People were, at, but here's the thing, and this is, we talked about this on our last podcast, and it's not me like trying to toot my own horn or Tamara, but it's like, no matter what we say, we're immediately trending. We're immediately like, it, it, it's That's like a big mouth. It's a polarizing situation. You know, people either love us or they hate us. And I'm not saying I want to go back on Beverly Hills. I want to do Girls Trip, to be perfectly honest. But I do think we have to get to the point where we have to be honest with what we want to watch. And I well, don't, that's the thing. I don't want to watch everybody getting along and exactly the same and 
forcing fake drama. I want to I want to see every different type of person. I want to see the dynamic of what yeah. the show started out to be. And it was these these interesting friendship groups and the dynamic that came along with them being around each other and even seeing like the, the alliances sort of like form and and fall out based on being around each other for so long. Um, I it's funny because even for Billy Hills, a lot of people are like, we just want to see Crystal Sutton and Garcelle. And I love all three. <laughs> What's a show what with gonna... just them? I know, are... people are funny. But that's why you can't, I'm telling you, unfortunately, people are casting and making casting choices, in my opinion, based on Twitter. Well, then I guess I'm getting asked back then. Because Twitter, Twitter wants me back now. They wanted me gone, but now they want me back. Twitter does not want me back. Twitter is fine. I can't even breathe in Twitter's down. What would you do with Orange County? <laughs> what would you do with Orange County? Easy fix. And you guys may disagree. That's fine. Vicky, Tamara, Heather, Shannon, Gretchen. And um, you could bring me a new person. Maybe, maybe, two, maybe even two. Maybe a new housewife. So that's six housewives and a friend to the show. So you wouldn't um, keep Emily or Gina? Absolutely not. And I mean that with all respect. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not a mean person. I'm shady, but I'm not mean. Yeah. I love, I loved Emily and Gina the first season because it, it was nice to see a different group come yeah. into the mix. But listen, I think everyone has their time. I think Emily and Gina's times are up. And I'm more interested in seeing Vicky. Tamara, Heather, Shannon, Gretchen, and a new housewife. I'd be down with that. I would be I, happy to recap that. I was so bored. I mean, I hate boring is like, uh, you know, my trigger word, but I watching OC was honestly like paint dry this year. So I really. It was. I stopped watching after episode seven. Well, we had. I was, I was done. I was done with it. I did not watch the reunion. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss anything. Dr. Jen didn't say one word. It was <laughs> shocker. Not a word. There's a meme of just her making the same similar type Botox faces. But um, <laughs> we have one final question for you. When are we both going to get to be on your show? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You have to be. Listen, you guys understand. I had Tamara on my show. It trended. People went crazy for it. It's one of my highest um, downloads. Ah. Um, I would love to have you two on. And listen, I also we're talking have a late TV. night. We're talking TV show. Oh, I, so yeah. my um, new late night show, The Nightcap with Carlos King, is a 30-minute after-party talk show, variety show. Can you guys be on my show, please? And I'm really asking. Yes. I love how I asked first. Yes. It's like, I'm really, yes, we want to be. We, or, we want to. I texted about it prior. I'm like, we need to be on his show. She's like, I know. I'm like, but I don't know if he shaded me to Dave Quinn. So we got to figure this out. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. No. I'm, she doesn't no. let things go easily. I see. No, I promise you. And I would be honest if I was. I, I no, really I'm kidding. I, honestly, I am totally kidding. But no, I would love to have you two on. And listen, I'm going to be out in LA in a few weeks. I'll text Tamara. Yes. Let's do a group chat. I would love to take you guys out to dinner. Where's home for you? No, right now I'm in Atlanta. Oh, okay. I thought that's you where were we, in That's LA where we tape. Time. That's where we tape the like my show. Oh. Well, tell Monique we can't wait to record with her. And You're going to love her. Out. Oh, yes. I loved her from the beginning. So I'm, I was a Potomac, like I stand Potomac. Potomac is my favorite of all. Potomac is one of the best. I tell people all the time, the best current seasons 
is Beverly Hills, Potomac, and this past, I mean, no, it's still on, this current season of Jersey. Jersey's good. Jersey is good, but I, Jersey I, is back. I wish there was more episodes of Jersey. It's too quick. No, I like it the way it you is. Like it they, quick. Can, okay. they, they can't afford Teresa, honey. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. <laughs> oh my God, Carlos, you cracked me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into exactly. what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.